Hello, you're listening to the Finding Clarity Podcast, Episode 4. Today we're looking at the second part of the question, Can I Trust the Bible? So let's get started. If this is your first time listening, we want to thank you for coming by and listening to our podcast. My name is George Cannon. The Finding Clarity Podcast is produced every week in order to answer your questions about Christianity. You can find our other podcasts at our website, KerwinsvilleChristian.org, or on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast. Now let's look at our question today. Last week we started looking at this concept of can I trust the Bible? Because really at the heart of what we believe as Christians concerning God, Jesus, and the issue of our salvation, the very basis of what we know concerning those things comes out of the Bible. So the reality of whether or not I can trust my Bible is a really important question. Today, as we continue to look at that question, we're going to look at another aspect of that because we're going to find that more and more as we exist in our culture today, which is becoming more and more secularized, you're going to find that people are going to question whether or not they can trust the Bible because of its relationship to science. In fact, the question could be raised, does the Bible contradict what we learn from science? The answer to that is yes and no. Now, you might be saying, well, wait a minute, George, how's that possible? It's either It either contradicts science or it doesn't contradict science. Well, what we're going to look at here is, is that the answer to this question is going to depend upon your viewpoint concerning God. So, for example, if, if you don't believe in God, if you don't believe that there is a God, and you've already made up your mind concerning that, you're basically going to say at this point that whatever the Bible says contradicts what science says. However, if you do hold a viewpoint that there is a God, you're going to basically come to a conclusion that no, the Bible doesn't contradict science at all. So that's what we're going to look at today. We're going to look at the issue of whether or not the Bible contradicts science and whether or not we can trust the Bible because of that. So before I get further into trying to answer this question, let me just kind of tell you the approach that I'm going to be taking to this issue of the Bible and science. First of all, I am not going to get into the details of how science is interpreted or basically trying to prove to you from science that the Bible is true. That's not my purpose here. There are other ministries that look at this issue that do a far better job than I can in a very short podcast. So that's not what my approach is going to be. Basically, my approach is going to be purely from a practical standpoint or a philosophical standpoint when we talk about the issue of whether or not the Bible can be trusted and whether or not it contradicts what we learn from science. So let me just kind of start where we need to start with this question. When we look at this question, we need to understand that people 
will approach this question from a standpoint of whatever presupposition they hold. I've already kind of mentioned it to you earlier. How you answer this question is going to be determined by whether or not you believe there is a God. If you have no frame of reference concerning God, or you reject the concept of God, you will already enter into this question with a presupposition. For Christians, they enter into this question with a presupposition that there is a God. And that's based upon the very first verse of the Bible in the book of Genesis. Genesis 1.1 starts off with this presupposition. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So, the Bible looks at science from the perspective of a creator. The Bible looks at science from the perspective of the creator. So a Christian is going to look at this question, and in his mind, he's going to be looking at science from the perspective of a creator. Now, when you and I attended school or when we attend university, you and I learn about science in school, and that science is presented to you through the lens of the theory of evolution. So when you look at science as it's presented in the public square, whether it's on TV, whether it's on a science show that's on uh, either the internet or TV, or whether it's through schooling, you're going to see that it's presented from the presupposition that evolution is, in fact, fact. However, evolution is a theory. But whether you assume that that theory is correct or not is based upon your presupposition concerning whether or not there is a God. So the issue isn't the science. Science itself is not the issue. It's the presupposition and how we interpret the science. So it, it has to do with the interpretation of the scientific fact. For a Christian, when we look at the scientific fact, we filter it through the presupposition that there is a God. An atheist, when he looks at it, filters it through his presupposition that there is no God, so there has to be another explanation for it, and he embraces the concept of evolution. So if you re reject the concept of a creator, then the Bible is going to appear to look like it contradicts science. But if you accept the concept of creator, you'll not see a contradiction at all. In fact, you'll actually see that science proves that there is a God. In fact, that's what Paul says in Romans chapter 1, verse 20. He writes, For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by things that are made, even his eternal power in Godhead, so that they're without excuse. Paul's saying that creation, when you and I look at this world, we can see through the world that, hey, this is something more than just chance. There is a design to this world. There has to be a creator. And so, really what we're looking at here is how do we view the world and how we view the science? The science is what it is. But it's how you, the presupposition that you enter into it as you look at the science. Now, it would be foolish to say that, oh, well, you can just look at the science without a presupposition. 
No, you're going to have a presupposition when you look at the science. The science is what it is. So you're either going to look at it from the standpoint that there is no God, or you're going to look at it from the standpoint that there is a God. And either way, you're going to come to your conclusion. Now, someone might say, well, you know, hold on a second now, George. Does You know, I've got an example here that the Bible contradicts science. And they'll use the example, for instance, of, let's say, Galileo in the 17th century. Galileo was the astronomer. He was excommunicated by the Catholic Church at the time for his concept that the center of the universe was not the earth, but rather that the earth revolved around the sun. At that time, most people thought in terms of the earth being the center with everything revolving around the earth. And they used scripture to back up that point. In fact, they used scripture to condemn Galileo and excommunicate him from the church at the time. And they will use this as an example to point out that here's the Bible contradicting science. Actually, it's not a contradiction of science. What you're going to see is, is that you need to look beneath the surface and see a couple of things that are going on here. Number one, the church at the time did not hold the Bible as the supreme authority by which it was able to make its judgment. The church at the time was very much in, influenced by philosophical thinking of the Greeks, Aristotle, Copernicus, who held to the fact that the earth was the center of the universe. Therefore, when Galileo comes along with his presupposition that the earth is not the center of the universe, but rather the, the earth revolves around our sun, he is coming into conflict what is then the accepted teaching of the church. But you have to understand where the Catholic Church is at the time. At, the, at that time, the Catholic Church did not hold the scripture as the authority in the church. The church was the authority. You have to remember that during this time, there was a reformation that took place, a schism in Western Christianity, and that the Protestants, as they are known, separated from the church because of the authority of the Bible. Well, you say, okay now, but wait a minute now, George. During the trial of Galileo, they used the various scriptures that talked about the earth being established, and nothing can move it. Well, again, yes, they did use those scriptures, but again, those scriptures, I believe very clearly, are taken out of the context of the passages that they were in. That's not what those passages are talking about. Those passages are not talking about the earth and it being the center of the universe. Rather, they're talking about how the planet earth and its systems were established and nothing can move the establishment of the earth. It's not talking about the earth being in the center of the universe. So, in many ways, those scriptures were misused to prove a point against Galileo. Now, again, that's not unusual. Scripture has been misused throughout the centuries for whatever purpose and continue to be misused. So, this is not a really good example to say that the Bible contradicts science. So really the issue is, again, what is your perspective in looking at the issue of science and the Bible? 
if you have a presupposition that the Bible does not truly reflect who God is because there is no God, you're going to say that it's a contradiction. But if you say there is a creator, then you're going to see that the Bible gives us perspective as we look at the scientific record. Thank you again for listening. Hopefully this answered it, your question. Maybe it'll raise a few more questions. If you want to contact us with a further question or another question, you can do that through our website, kerwinsvillechristian.org, on our webpage, or you can contact us through Facebook. We have some other means that you can listen to our podcast. You can also go to iTunes or Google Play and type in Finding Clarity Podcast, and you will see our podcast there, and you can subscribe. We'd like to know what you think about the podcast, so you can let us know if you're at church. You can come and talk to me. If you don't have a church, you can come by and visit us at Kerwinsville Christian Church at 700 State Street. And let us know what you're thinking. If you have a question, you can also let us know at the church what question you'd like for us to answer. We trust that you're going to have a good day. And hopefully you'll be listening next week as we're going to look next week at the issue of have I committed the unpardonable sin, which a lot of times Christians can struggle with. Take care.